Welcome, welcome to the Sim Podcast. I'm your co-host, Sarek. I'm joined by my co-host, Ron. What up, Ron? What's going on? This is a podcast where we talk about the NFL on a weekly basis, including the playoffs. Sometimes we argue, sometimes we agree, but it's all good in the neighborhood. So let's go. first week of the nfl are you excited oh man i'm pumped two days away from uh, tampa on thursday so it seemed like forever last time that we played football at least not we but we actually saw football being played and reef real football too not like preseason real football this is when it it matters now yeah i need i don't mean not to take anything away from did last year but football without fans is just not the same thing and i feel like last year was with no fans it wasn't the same no it wasn't top news and i'm going to start out with the news of the day it seems like Le'Veon bell has finally found work with the ravens he's on the practice squad at least what do you think about that well, they, they lost uh, Dobbins earlier in the year in the uh, preseason. Then uh, news broke this weekend. They just lost Justice Hill uh, to a torn Achilles, so he's out for the season as well. Um, they brought in Le'Veon and Devonta Freeman for tryouts, and I guess they, they went with Le'Veon. Um, I don't know. They just need somebody at this point. Um, they have... Um, Gus Edwards, obviously, but behind him, I don't, I don't even know who's behind Gus. Um, Livia may not be the only back they actually sign. They may bring somebody else in. Well, say that behind Gus Edwards is Tyson Williams, so they're gonna, I guess they're gonna split carries on Monday night. But do you think this will affect the Ravens competing in the AFC North? It does. You know, they, they may still be a playoff team. I think they will be, but um, they're a team that loves to run the ball, and they, they're missing their best player on offense besides Lamar um, and J.K. Dobbins. So I think they had a lot um, planned for him this year. They're going to lean heavily on him, and now he's out. And uh, so, yeah, it's going to have an impact. Yeah, I mean, they do have Lamar as their main focus and they do have good tight ends and good wide receivers i just you know looking at them as a team holistically i think that they're going to be just fine because lamar is basically like a running back so they're, they're going to be okay i think they still compete i don't think that they'll get that division far and away but they'll compete and what are you gonna say? No, I was gonna say I just don't. Um, I don't know if Gus Edwards can uh, complete an, an entire 17-game season as a lead running back. We'll see. And then Le'Veon Bell, I think I've seen enough from him for the last couple of years to know that he does not have a lot left in the tank. So they should be worried. 
Yeah, I don't think Gus Edwards is going to be their main running back. I think that he's going to definitely split. But even if they bring in Le'Veon Bell, you know it's going to be a bad ending anyway. So it's going to be good the first couple of weeks. And then afterwards, once he doesn't get enough touches or whatnot, then he's going to lash out. Another article in the news is they, the Saints release, released Latavius Murray on Tuesday. So what do you think he's old? Uh, no. So from what I'm reading, it's all about the contract, apparently. So this one is a little bit surprising. It's like, you know, just a few days away from game one, and you're making these type of roster decisions. He was your backup running back. Um, and now you're rolling in there, it looks like, with uh, Ty Washington. Um, it was third string, so... You know, I'm kind of surprised by this move. Um, Latavius, you know, he he, he has some uh, gas left in the tank, so I think he'll get picked up by, by some team, hopefully the Steelers. Um, but, I, you know, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens to him. Yeah, because now the Saints are down to Kamara, Tony Jones Jr., and Dwayne Washington. So you got a three-back core. I mean, LeVay... Lavarius Murray is 31, but I think he'll still find work. I think someone will pick him up because, I mean, he right, when he was a prime player, 1,400 rushing yards and 14 touchdowns with two years in Minnesota, that's not too bad. Yeah, he's not that anymore. And, you know, perfect fit for him would be some team that needs, you know, a, a relief guy to come in, um, run for, you for a few yards, catch some passes out of the backfield. He can do do it all. Um, so there's plenty of teams that need a second to third running back, so I, I think he'll find work. Yeah, he'll find work. Um, the other news I want to talk about is what is going on with T.J. Watt and is he going to play? Is he not going to play? What Ron, fill us in. Yeah, so we don't know at this point. Right now, it seems like they're at a stalemate with this contract. Um, there's some reports that it's uh, they're all disagreeing right now about the guaranteed money. Um, you know, I, the Steelers have a tradition or a history where they, they do not uh, negotiate once the week or once the season starts. So everyone's uh, anxious at this point to make sure something gets done this week because if it doesn't, we don't know how he's going to react. Um, he's been showing up to practice, but not necessarily participating in, in any of the uh, team activities. He's kind of doing some of the individual workouts just uh, so he can, you know, avoid being fined and stuff. But, you know, I, I don't see this um, ending well. Um, I hope something gets done uh, by the end of tonight, you know, sometime tomorrow, or I can definitely see him, him actually holding out for a few games. Yeah, I think this will hurt you if he does hold out because, I mean, your first game of the year is against Buffalo, which was one of the best offenses in the NFL. So maybe, I don't know, this is a hard one because, like I was mentioning earlier, I think his agent should have been like, listen, we need to close this deal before game one. And they didn't close the deal. Yeah, and I, you know, I don't necessarily blame it on the agent um, or, you know, the uh, covert, the GM. They're, you know, just at a point where they're trying to figure out what's a fair deal and what TJ 
wants. You know, he wants to be the highest paid outside linebacker, and I think he deserves that. You know, um, if you just look at his statistics over the last few years. Um, and then what the Steelers want to do, you know, Steelers, if you look at it from their standpoint, they've cleared their, their cap space and they've set, set themselves up where they can make a huge signing like TJ. I'm sure that's what they were trying to do and hoping to do. Um, but at the same time, you know, I, you know, they, they, I'm sure, have their limits. And uh, perhaps at this point, um, you know, they, they felt like they're, they're gone on, like what, way above their limits. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't, I'm not gonna say that I'm mad at T.J. Watts, but I'm definitely like the Steelers need to get with the Tams. Everything is 24 hours a day now. It doesn't matter. What do you think that this contract negotiation is gonna skew whatever situ- whatever training or like practice that goes on with the Steelers the next opponent? No, you want T.J. there. Yeah. Yeah, so even if he doesn't sign this week, continue to talk to him basically and negotiate. You know, forget that tradition uh, or your history of not, you know, you got to make an exception basically because this guy is obviously worth it. You don't want to um, lose out on uh, an important signing that can set you up, set your defense up for the next like five, six years. There's one more thing that I want to talk about before we end the news. It what? So what is going on with uh, Deshaun Watson? So he's not gonna play game one, but is he tr- is he gonna be like a, you know on this team at all? Or is it gonna be on Tyrod Taylor team? What, what's going on? You know I don't think anyone can predict this one, but. Um I can tell you that in terms of Deshaun's value, um, you know, he's going to be worth more or he's going to be more, more valuable at the end of the season. Um, not now. Um, it's going to be the end of the season or if some, you know, someone gets, gets hurt or a lot of quarterbacks go down. You know, right now the, Texas, the Texans don't have a lot that they can do. You know, um, Deshaun doesn't want to play. Um, but, you know, they still have to pay him. So they're going to basically sit him out. And I can see that happening for the entire year. And uh, at the end of the year, you know, they, they can figure out a mutual trade where they get something fair back in return. So do you think that his trade value is low? That's why they're not trading him? Or do you think that at the end of the year, his trade value is going to be higher? Because, I mean... But the, what's the worst case scenario that all these accusations are true and he does what? He goes to jail? Yeah, that's the worst case. And no one wants that. So, And that's why I think they need to wait because some of that has to clear up. Um, or if they don't wait, they need to accept, um, you know, a, a cheaper offer. You know, whether it's a third or fourth round pick or whatever you know i don't know what it is i know they're asking for multiple first round picks to me that's just not realistic for someone who may not ever play football again so you know that's why i think i I can see that this lasting until the end of the season you know by then you would expect some of these um uh, investigations uh to wrap up and and if charges are going to be brought then you'll know about it by the end of the season if not um you know, then they won't, and then you you know he'll be able to play the the following season. So, you know, I think it's obviously in the Texans' um, best interest just to keep him 
there um, and uh, not play him and just, you know, hope that things clear up so they can get, you know, something back in return. I'm going to make a, a prediction on Deshaun Watson and say that um, Deshaun Watson and say that he is done. Even if he comes back or they trade for him or they just straight up release him. I don't I think he's too radioactive. I'm not going to want to touch him. You you think he's done with Houston? No, I or? think he's done with the NFL. I think No. Because even if even if a GM picks him up or trades him, that team that he goes to, they're going to be like, "I can't believe the Sean Watson's on our team." Like the this world is so like woke right now that he is mm. radioactive disagree um it still comes down to your talent what exactly did deshaun watson do this what is he uh, uh, accused of doing well we know what he's accused of doing okay but did he punch someone in the elevator and and it show up on video because that guy got re-signed and it's running you know a running back right now in cleveland so if you can be caught on video hitting somebody and still get a second chance you can't tell me that one of the best quarterbacks uh, in the league and a potential Hall of Famer is not going to get a second chance somewhere else. Uh, I think we pump the brakes on Hall of Famer, okay? <laughs> <laughs> he's had a one, maybe two good seasons, and now he's a Hall of Famer. Pump the brakes, okay? First of all, it's not like he hit a woman. There's multiple accusations, even if. In this world, even if they think of the smell that you are mistreating people, you're a bad person. It depends on the team. You, you know, it, it really depends on the team and the situation. Like, Andy Reid is the, the, the type of guy who gives people second chance, um, second chances. Now, obviously, with Kareem Hunt, he, he decides to, like, let him go. But he has a bunch of players on the team who've gotten into in and out of trouble before. So there's coaches out there that are willing to take a chance. Um, and I think if this breaks into Sean's favor, you know, whether there's no charges or if it's uh, just, um, you know, uh, financial payments he needs to make or whatever, just to kind of settle the situation, then then he's going to be good. Um, I think he'll he'll come back and play. Now, what he does in the offseason, like or how he's acted this whole offseason and what I think he does the remainder of the season um, is going to be important to make sure he's still um, doing everything else off the field to be a role model because what I've seen so far not has not really been inspiring. I know he's kind of been avoiding the, the cameras, avoiding the media and stuff, but he, he needs to still, you know, um, try to put, put some sort of an effort out there um, to protect his, his image. And I, don't, I haven't really seen that. I think he's been kind of, uh, he's shown his frustration a little bit. Um, and I think he needs to get out in front of it. And um, just, you know, at the same time, you know, keep his head down, um, you know, throughout the season. Yeah, still, it's, see, what it is is with the QB position, even if you miss one year, you're not the same player. Because running back, you can miss a year. Wide receiver, you can miss a year. But the QB is... Especially in the fact that he's a black quarterback. So, yeah, I, that's my bold prediction. I'm hoping that I'm wrong, but he's a QB after all. 
yeah. Uh, I mean, I think what it will be in everyone's best interest is if this investigation kind of speeds up a little bit and we, you know, we get some uh, sense of what the heck actually happened uh, and then work towards some sort of closure, whether it is him playing again uh, or him not. Um, and, you know, so, uh, you know, hopefully that, that happens sooner rather than later. Yes, let's, let's hope, but the way the court system moves, especially with those these many allegations, there's a lot of investigation going on. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be the top news for today, September 7th, 2021. All right, Ron. So we're going to start off the show with the over and unders for the season. And if you agree, if you disagree, if you think that's too much or too little or just perfect. So we're going to start with the NFC East. Washington, the, the odds are eight and a half wins. Uh, you say over and I say over. So how many wins are you giving Washington? Well, I don't know, you know, how far over that they're going to be um, or how much further I, you know, I think they're going to be around 9 or 10 wins um, so I think it's going to be a close one um, but they obviously have a great defense probably the best defense in the NFL they have a competent quarterback uh, something they didn't have last year um, they can they should be able to make a run um, it close to the to, to the playoffs, if not in the playoffs this year. So, to me, uh, I, I you know eight and a half, I think is um, it, it, I, I can see them going uh, nine or ten wins. Yeah, I think I think eight and a half is going to be nine wins, maybe even ten. I mean, even even ten wins for twenty twenty one. New York Giants, they are at seven and a half. We already reviewed them. You gave them six wins. I gave them four wins. Seven and a half, and it's it pays. It's negative one hundred and twenty-five. So, uh, you think seven and a half is too much? Yeah, and we we review the Giants in detail. Um, I don't think they're a great team. I think uh, Daniel Jones is the is what holds them back, and I don't see them winning more than six games this season the next one is your boys the Dallas Cowboys nine and a half wins you say over I said under so how many wins do you think you're gonna get yeah I think they're going over you know they'll be somewhere around 10 or 11 wins they have a legitimate shot uh, to win this division um, they, they are gonna go over and to me I'll be honest with you I think this, especially with an extra game, this this can be a pretty easy over as well. If Dak, assuming Dak is is relatively healthy, I'm gonna. I said under because even I feel like with Dak, he's gonna miss one or two weeks. I don't think he's gonna miss the whole season, but he's gonna miss one or two weeks, and that'll hurt them. And nine and a half is just too high. I probably give them nine, maybe eight wins, but definitely I went under. The Philadelphia Eagles, six and a half wins. You went under, I went under. So how many wins did you give them? 
Yeah, I don't think this is a good team. They won four games last year. I don't see much of an improvement this year. I do believe Jalen Hurts um, can be a good NFL quarterback, uh, much like how Dak started off. I, you know, I think there's a lot of similarities between the, between the two, but this team doesn't have the, you know a lot of talent on both sides of the ball. You know, they're still missing a lot of pieces. Um, so, you know, I could see them winning four or five games this year. Okay, so let's, I, the Eagles, before we go to the next division, I think the Eagles are a mess. And I, I'm not a big uh, Lance, Lance fan. What's this, the quarterback's name? Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts. I'm not a big Jalen Hurts fan, so. Six and a half. I give him maybe six wins, maybe five wins tops. I don't know. I just don't think they have it. NFC West, yeah. Seattle Seahawks, nine and a half win. Uh, you went over. So how many wins do you give them? I don't know exactly how many wins. I think they are going over, and this one was really tough. I, you know, I looked at their schedule, and it's. You know, it's not an easy schedule. Um, I, I do think they're going to take a little bit of a step back from the you know 12 win team that they were last year, and you know a lot of it has to do with their offensive line being a little bit better, but not necessarily great. Russell Wilson getting a little bit older. Their defense, you know, they're obviously they got some good pieces there, but you know I, I think they're going to. Um, still make it over, but I think it's going to be much closer to like 10 wins instead of like 12 or 13. Yeah, they won 12 games last year, but I don't think they're going to win that many. I went over as well, but they're probably like 10, maybe 11. I don't think they're going to win 12. Uh, LA Rams, 10 wins. You say under, I say 10 wins is about right. Why are you going under with the Rams? I'm just not sold on the Rams. I, I don't know what it is. I think it's a lot of it maybe is, I just don't like Sean McVay. You know, I think he's a decent coach, not a great coach. I think the hype around him has been ridiculous. And um, I think it was good that they brought in Matthew Stafford. I think he, he's going to be a little bit better than uh, what they had last year. Uh, ha- having said that, they, you know, they lost their running back, haven't done anything really to replace him just yet. So... There's, I, I, you know, I think this team is going to disappoint a lot of uh, people this year. Well, I disagree. I, I think the LA Rams are going to be 10 wins good. They had 10 wins last year, but I think they might even improve to 11 wins. And they did find a replacement for their hurt running back, which is Sonny Michelle. And that guy took us, the Patriots, to the Super Bowl. So I like this team a lot. And Matthew Stafford... He's going to thrive in this offense. He's going to thrive. I give them maybe 11 wins. Arizona Cardinals, eight and a half. You went over. So you like the Cardinals? Well, how many wins did you give them? This one's tough, too. I I see them winning nine games. Um, They're an interesting team because, you know, I think there's a lot riding on them having a good team and making a run into the playoffs this year. I think the coach can potentially even lose his job if he doesn't get this team uh, into the playoffs. So I have them see, I think eight and a half was the right spot to, to place the odds, but 
I, I have them going uh, nine wins, basically. See, I had them going even at eight and a half wins, but then I thought about it, and I don't like Kingsbury. I don't like the fact that they're, even though they're getting David Johnson back, I still don't. They got eight wins last year, and I just don't see them even meeting that threshold. I'm going under. I don't like the Cardinals at all. Uh, San Francisco 49ers, 10 wins. We both went under. Uh, do you, what, it, what, what does it talk about running two quarterbacks? What do you think? Yeah, that's, so that's part of it. I think they are going to jack this entire thing up. I think they jacked it up already by drafting Trey Lance to begin with. Uh, I, you know, I, I'm a, not, a, I wouldn't say a huge fan of Garoppolo. I think he's a very good quarterback and I think he's done great things. He almost got them a Super Bowl ring already. You know, I think it was a mistake to, to draft Trey Lance when you could have used that pick on um, another weapon on offense uh, for sure to help uh, Jimmy out. But, you know, this whole nonsense about running both quarterbacks, it's just going to blow up in their face in, in my eyes. So, I, you know, I had them going under 10 wins. I could see them winning like seven or eight games. That has, has never worked in the NFL, having two quarterbacks why would you they even start doing that now and i like kyle shanahan a lot because he, i think that he's really really smart making offensive plays but i don't know why he would do two quarterbacks trey lance is not ready you know even if you let's say you draft them night which again i don't agree with him doing it he is not ready he's been under 50 percent throwing this whole preseason why would you even you know, entertain, um, you know, having both quarterbacks play. Just sit him down for the entire year and figure out next year what you can do with, with Jimmy, what you can get for him, and let make a trace team at that point if you think he's ready. And this made no sense to me, and I, I completely see this. You know, some people just, are, you know, are smart, but, and, and this, you know, goes back to McVeigh a little bit. You can be uh, smart, and then you can overthink things, and you can, you know, I don't think they're as smart as, as they think they are. I think this is going to blow up in, in his face. Yeah, not good. Not good, Niners fans. Okay, moving on to the NFC North. Uh, Green Bay Packers, the odds have about nine wins. They had 13 wins last year. Ron, you have them going over. I, too, have them going over. How many wins? Yeah, so this one, not by much. Um, you know, they, it's easy to think that they can pull off 13, 14 wins again this season until you look at their schedule and realize how difficult it is. Uh, I see them going over, but I, I see it closer to 10 wins uh, or 11 wins this year. Yeah, they're not going to have 13 wins this season. Probably like 10, you're, you're about right, 10 wins. Chicago Bears, seven and a half. You have them going over. I have them going under. They had eight wins last year. So you think they're going to be, what, nine wins? No, I think they'll be at eight uh, again this year. It's seven and a half. So anything over seven and a half, you know, would win. So I think they're, they're going over. I think this, you know, at some point this season might be game two, game three. They'll make the move to Justin Fields. And I'm not saying he is going to be a great quarterback and win rookie of the year or anything like that. I don't think he is. 
Uh, I think he's going to be okay down the road, but um, this is, a, a, I would say, a 500 team. They're still a pretty, uh, they still have a really good defense, um, and I think Justin Fields will give them a chance to win some games, but they'll be a 500 team in my, my opinion. So you think that Justin Fields will come in halfway through the season? You think they'll bench Dalton? Yeah, I think by like game three or four, it, you know, the fans are, are going to be screaming for Fields to come in. I, I, I don't think they'll have a choice. Nagy's not going to have a choice but to, to pull him in. The Minnesota... And by the way, regardless of how Dalton plays, you know, Dalton can play well and they can win, and they'll still, you know, be screaming for, for Fields to come in. I mean, they were already going crazy when they made a choice mm-hmm. to go with Dalton. So I, I, I believe you when you say that. Minnesota Vikings, they are eight and a half. They won seven games last year. Uh, you have them under, I have an over. What do you have them under? You know, this team worries me a little bit because Kirk Cousins uh, and his performance. And, um, you know, Dalvin Cook is really good. They have some really good, uh, you know, players on offense and some pretty decent players on defense. Uh, having said that, you know, looking at their schedule as well and um, the roster, I think they're a team that's actually trending down, not up. I think the be- their best years uh, are behind them, and I think they need start need to start looking for some replacements at some key positions, including quarterback. Yeah, I have them going over because I think that they're going to get to nine wins I, I like them and Green Bay to get to not fight not just finish one and two I don't like the Bears and I definitely don't like the Detroit Lions they have my five victories they won five last year you have them on under I have them on even right at five it's this team even gonna be any good they're not I don't think um you know, I, I can see them pushing here and winning five games, but you know, I think they're going to be in the, the bottom of this division. Uh, you know, and one of the you know bottom teams in this this whole conference. Yeah, the Detroit Lions are horrible. They traded for Jerry Goff, um, and that's not an improvement. Okay, NFC South. You got the New Orleans Saints at nine and a half. Uh, they won twelve last year. Ron, you have them under, and I have them under. How many wins? Yeah, this one's tough. Um, this is one of the toughest ones, I think, for me. So nine and a half is is a good spot. I I think I can see them winning nine games. I don't think Jameis is going to completely tank um, the season, but I don't think he'll be good enough. Uh, especially since we don't know what the hell, you know what's going on with the whole Michael Thomas situation, uh, I don't think he's good enough to lead them to uh, ten wins. So uh, um, I, I put under because I can see them right at like nine wins. I have them under because I I, I don't know I I thought that Tampa Bay was gonna run away with this uh, division, but now I'm kind of taking a second look at the division and. I mean, Carolyn Panthers are getting Emma Caffrey back. A lot of Falcons, they look like they have good receivers. Uh, maybe I, I still have them as under, 
maybe like eight wins today this right now i don't know uh tampa bay bucks 11 and a half you have 13 wins i have 14 wins uh you still sticking to those victories yeah and i know they got a tough game first game of the season and um they you think they're gonna have a tough game against the cowboys See, this is where, yeah, you and I disagree on completely on the Cowboys. I think the Cowboys are going to be a really good team this year. Even with the COVID, that's hitting yeah, the you, Cowboys hard? Even with it hitting them hard, um, I believe that Lyman, who potentially would was supposed to be out, may actually be playing. I don't know. We need to go back and look at that. But this is going to be a much closer game than I think people think, even with Dak not taking one snap during the preseason. I think they're going to have a really good season, um, you know. But I think the Bucks will pull this specific game off, and I, you know, I think, um, you know, for the Bucks, it's, you know, they should, they should, to me in my eyes, they should easily be able to 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 get to, you know, twelve wins. It's at eleven and a half. They should be able to get to twelve or thirteen wins. Yeah, I think that uh, they should have, they should, every opponent should be easy victory for them. Except for the Patriots, but um, against the Cowboys, is right now it's seven and a half. The um, Tampa Bay's favored by seven and a half, and I think they might win by ten points. It depends. So, so Godwin is hurt. He was added to the injury report, and I know you know they, they have a lot of receivers. It's not like they're necessarily going to miss him, but um, you know, I, I think this game's going to be a lot closer than seven and a half. First game of the season, you know, Thursday night. Everyone's going to be amped up. There's going to be a lot of great plays, a lot of bad plays. It's going to be a close game. No, I don't think so. I think it's going to be a blowout because this is what it is. Tampa Bay Bucks, they were in the Super Bowl last year. The Cowboys were not. They didn't even make the playoffs last year or the year before. Means nothing. Okay. We'll, we'll Means absolutely nothing. That's why we play the game, right? That's why we have a new season. Every team's 0-0. Last year doesn't matter. Uh, Carolina Panthers, 7.5. They got five wins last year. We, You go over, I went under. So how many wins do you give them? I'm, I can't give you exact the number of wins, but this I think they're going to easily fi- finish over. I think this is a team that may sn- actually sneak into the playoffs this year. You know, I think Dolphins, are they going to be better than the Saints? I think they're going to be just right up there with the Saints. I think they're going to be battling, um, you know, for uh, you know nine wins basically. So I think it's going to be close between them and the Saints. I think it's a much tougher division than I probably initially thought. When Drew retired, uh, and I was looking at at New Orleans, I think Carolina's just the way they looked in the preseason. I know it is preseason, but Andy Dalton looked—not um, Dalton, uh, Darnold. Darnold, Sam Darnold looked pretty dang good. And um, you know, they obviously you got McCaffrey already on the team. You got some really decent, um, you know, receivers on the team. So they. They're they're gonna push teams this year. They're not gonna be a cakewalk like they were like last couple of years. So, to me, they're they're gonna go over, and they're probably gonna get. Uh, I, I I can see them getting nine wins. Um, 
Yeah, I I don't think that they're gonna duke it out with the Saints. I think it's gonna be the Bucks and then the Saints number two and then three the Panthers and four the Falcons. Um, I went under. I think seven wins for them. It's good. Atlanta Falcons seven and a half. They won four last year. You went under. I went under. Uh, why don't you like Atlanta? Seven and a half is not. A, that is very. Um, I don't even know what the word is. There's no way they can get to me to eight wins. So I can. I can't really even see them getting past four wins. To be honest with you, they're not a good t- football team um, at all. They have a lot of holes everywhere on. Uh, on their roster, so they they're gonna be you know somewhere around like four or five wins, right right there with uh with Detroit. You think they are bad as Detroit or better than Detroit? I think they're just as bad as Detroit. I don't think they're as bad as Detroit. I think seven wins is seven and a half wins is okay, but they're definitely not gonna get seven. I look at them and I see six, maybe five, but not seven or eight wins. Uh, they're definitely bad. Well, let me see the conference. So you have Detroit Lions. You have the Atlanta Falcons. You think that the Eagles are going to be better than those two other teams? If I think Atlanta's going to be better? No, if you think the bottom three in the NFC, mm-hmm. Eagles... Atlanta and then Lions. What were you ranked up? The last starting last. Wow, this is pretty I think they're all about the same. Um my gut is telling me Eagles are probably the worst out of all of them, but they're all about the same. You know, they're four each a four or five win team. See, I would go Lions Eagles, Falcons, Lions being the worst, followed by the Eagles, and then the Falcons being a better team. Just because, I mean, I don't know how many, how much Matt Ryan has left in the tank, but I think he can still pass the ball. Uh, okay, so we're switching over to the AFC South. Tennessee, they got them at nine wins. You, they won eleven games last year. You went over, I went over. How many wins do you give them? I think it's going to be close. I see them going over. It, you know, it's probably going to be ten wins. Um, they they have obviously uh, a great offense uh, with Derrick Henry and and now Julio and AJ Brown. Um, offensively, they'll be fine. Defensively, this is, is still concerning. Uh, their roster is so, but to me, they're still one of the the best teams in the AFC. And one of the teams you probably don't want to necessarily face in the playoffs. So I, I, I have them going over. Yeah, I have them going over. When you have the best running back in the NFL, undoubtedly, you're going to get some victories. Even though, I mean, there's some games that he had like 200 rushing yards. That's basically unheard of. Right? You think he goes for a 2,000 again this year? I don't know if he'll go 2,000 again this year because I think that it's going to be a different animal now that everyone knows how to... Basically, they're like practicing. They're like circling down every time they 
go against the Titan and say, this is how you tackle Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry. So I think that defenses are going to be ready for him. So, and they have, I mean, their schedule is not exactly a cakewalk. So they have the Steelers. They have uh, the Rams. They have Buffalo. They have KC. They have uh, Seattle. So, yeah, I think about 10 wins. 10 wins is just about right for them. I think that they're not going to win those games. Although, Indianapolis Colts, they're giving them 10 wins for the season. They had 11 last year. You went under, I went under. How many wins do you give them? Uh, probably around 8 or 9. You know, they're a pretty decent team. I think they're going to be disappointed. Sure, and Carson Wentz. Uh, I think you just don't think he's the answer necessarily. I don't think he's that much better than what Philip Rivers gave him last year. So, you know, I see them going eight or nine. So, you don't think that Frank can work his magic on Carson Wentz? No. And who who's he throwing it to? That's the other thing. Like, who exactly is he throwing it to? It's not like they have a bunch of weapons out out there on the Colts on offense. You know, Jonathan Taylor's great, but he's one person. You know, they're receivers. We, I think we had talked about this before. They aren't necessarily, the I'd say, like the best receiving group in the NFL. So I, I just think they're going to struggle a little bit more than what people people think they will. Yeah, I'm got, I got them going under. They're not going to win 10. Maybe, maybe 7 if I'm being generous, but they're not winning 10. 10, 10 victories. Uh, Houston Texans. They are four and a half. They won four last year. You got them under. I got them under. Are they winning four again? I think they're winning less than that. Um, they're, you know, they, they are. I don't think they're. I don't know if they're going to be the worst team. They might be. In just looking at this division, they probably are worse than Jacksonville. Uh, they have. Tyrod Taylor as their starting quarterback. I think that tells you everything you need to know about the Texans. They are completely in a rebuild type of mode uh, at this point. It's going to be four or five years before it takes them to kind of right the ship and get back to being a contending team, uh, a respectable team in, in this division. Yeah, I see them going 1-16, one in, one in which... I think they used to go in one and sixteen. No JJ Watt, no Deshaun Watson, no uh, what's the receiver that went to the Cardinals? Hopkins. They're all gone. It's a completely different team. It's a different squad altogether. Uh, Jacksonville Jaguars. They are six and a half. They won one game last year. You have them going under. I have them going under. How many wins do you think? Yeah, I think this will actually be closer. I think the six and a half was a fair place to put them. They'll, I can see them uh, with Urban Meyer getting to, to six wins. You know, this team has does have some talent, um, you know, uh, on offense and defense. Not a lot, but it has it has enough, and I think Urban Meyer can lead them to, to six wins. Yeah, I was reading about Urban Meyer, and uh, it turns out that he... The offensive coordinator was already picked for him, so he didn't bring him with him. 
uh, I don't think that they see eye to eye. They were running some weird stuff um, during the preseason. Six and a half, I think that's too much. It's more. They're gonna be more like four, maybe five, but six and a half, I think, is too high. Uh, AFC North. You got your Pittsburgh Steelers at eight and a half. They won 12 games last year. You have them going over at 11. Mm-hmm. I have them going under. Well, nine is over, so yes, so I have them going over at nine. Uh, you think 11 is enough to win the division? Yes. Uh, and even if, if you look at these odds, they, you know, you have them all around the same amount of wins, basically. They have the Steelers at 8.5, Baltimore at 10.5. I mean, that probably has changed now with, with uh, the injuries to their running backs and Cleveland at 10. So I think 11 will get you um, at the top of the division. I think that that's what I had Pittsburgh doing this year. So, you know, I think it'll be a close, tight division, uh, but I, I see them winning 11 games. Uh, I see them going to nine wins, so they're going to go over, but I don't see them. I see them not winning the division, but getting in the playoffs, and who knows what happens in the playoffs. Uh, Baltimore Ravens, 10 and a half. They won 11 last year. You say over, I say over, so how many wins do you give them? Right at 11, and honestly, you know, with these injuries this past week, you know, I you can, you know... I, I can be convinced that they're going to be at 10, um, 10 wins this season instead of 11. Um, so, you know, I had them right at 11 along with, with Pittsburgh. But, uh, you know, it's going to be really close for them. Yeah, I had them. I, have them, I think I have them maybe at over, but uh, I might be right at 10 too because I don't. Even though I like Lamar Jackson, I don't know what kind of offense they're going to be running with all those different running backs. So I got them at 10 wins. Cleveland Browns, 10 wins exactly. They had 11 last year. You got them over. I got them right at 10 even. Uh, So you like them to come in second, but you have them over 10 wins. Yeah, I have all three of these teams basically right at 11 wins, uh, 10 or 11 wins. So, like I said, I think it's going to be close. Initially, I was going to push, to be honest, uh, and give them 10 wins exactly. You know, you know, like I said, I think they're getting in. You know, they're not going to be on the outside looking in. They're going to get in. It's, you know, where exactly do they finish within their, their own division? You know, who has the better head-to-head record? And obviously, I have the Steelers, and maybe that's just a little bit me being a homer uh, pick to win it, just because of the head-to-head matchups. But you know, they're they're going to be um, right around eleven wins. So I, I put I gave them over. Uh, I don't think you know. Initially, I thought that all three teams can make the playoffs, but now I'm looking at them, and I think only two teams, because I I'm starting to like Denver again. I don't know why, but I just am. And I think that Denver is going to take a wild card spot. So, and of the three teams that I see falling, Steelers, Ravens, Browns, I actually see the Ravens falling. Yeah, I I probably agree with you there. Uh, If any team out of these three, to me, that has the biggest risk, just from what I've seen, it's going to be the Ravens. 
I know there's a lot of questions around the Steelers and Big Ben and can he hold up and can he actually run the ball and a lot of question marks on offense but you know the Ravens their whole identity is running the ball and they just lost two of their running backs you're bringing in Le'Veon Bell um that that should give everybody some pause you know and but we'll we'll see how it goes Okay, Cleveland Browns, 10 wins. They had 11 wins last year. You have them over. I have them even, but I think I want to go over because I think that they make it to 11 wins. Uh, so I think that it's going to go Browns, Steelers, and Ravens for that, fighting for that number two, and then Cincinnati Bengals last. The Bengals are six and a half wins. They have four wins last year. We both have them as going under. So how many wins do you give the Bengals? I think it's going to be close. I, you know, I can see them winning, you know, five or six games. Probably I'll give them six games. Um, I, I'm really high on Joe Burrow. I think he's a really good quarterback. However, um, you know, the pieces around him are, especially on the offensive line, uh, is not good. So I'm really concerned about whether or not he can survive off an injured uh, leg if he can survive another uh, a whole season. And, you know, it's going to be, uh, you know, it's going to be a, a process for, this t- for, the, for the Bengals to get better. They need a lot more weapons for him and a lot of more playmakers on defense as well. Yeah, I think that uh, I give him five victories overall, and that's again being generous I don't like the Bengals but um, they are definitely going to be backing up this division in the rear okay AFC West Kansas City 12 and a half victories they had 14 last year you went over I went over so how many victories did you they're not going to get I don't think they get 14 or 15 Um, I see them at 13 I do see them not necessarily. I don't want to call it regressing, but I I think they are going to come down to earth a little bit this year. You know, we'll go through our predictions a little later. This isn't uh, the team I have um, in the conference championship, so I see them at 13 wins, still having a great successful season. Uh, but I think they'll be knocked out of the playoffs uh, and not make it to the Super Bowl this year. Yeah, so I think the the Chiefs got be- got a better O line because they figured that hey, if we're gonna be facing the Bucks, if we're gonna be facing all these rushing style defense, we need a better O offensive line. So I think that they improved in the O line. Um, I do give them about 14 wins because they they just gonna outscore everybody, and it just depends on whether the defense shows up or not. We have the Raiders at number seven. They had eight wins last year. You say over, I say over. So how many wins? You get? Yeah, and this is a team again. I'm not very high on. I, you know, we had talked about this before too. I can see them. Um, I can see some some heads rolling. <laughs> you know, they, they to me they're probably going to get eight wins again. That's what they had last year. Um, I feel bad for Mike Mayock, but he's made some boneheaded uh, draft picks over the last couple of years that's that's going to cost them potentially his job if they don't turn the corner and get into the playoffs but you know I look at the roster again and I did look you know I did look at the schedule the schedule's not that bad they you know they, they have some favorable matchups for sure 
Um, so that's why I think they're going to go over seven wins, but um, I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. I see them barely over. I see them at around uh, eight wins. See, initially I was like, oh, I like the Las Vegas Raiders. I think they're going to at least get nine victories. But then after seeing the Broncos, I kind of like them to come in second. Although I think that division overall is going to be a hard division, but I think that the Raiders are going to finish last now. So even though I gave them a over, I think they, they're going to be right at seven. They're not going to make that. Maybe even six. Uh, LA, LA Chargers, nine victories. They went seven last year. You say over, I say even. Uh, so do you think it's going to be nine more than nine victories? Yeah, this one's close. I almost pushed here. So, you know, and again, you know, Chargers are a team that is up and coming. I've, I've been really uh, consistent saying that they are um, going to surprise a lot of people this year. I still think that they're going to be on the outside looking in. Um, having said that, you know, I have them um, either right at nine for a push or at 10 wins. Uh, I think this is a really good football team, assuming they can stay healthy especially uh, on defense they can they're gonna surprise a lot of a lot of people and I, I see them w- finishing right behind Kansas City this year in, the, in their uh, division yeah so yeah they they play the AFC the NFC East which we know it's just full of like uh, trick-or-treaters right you don't know what you're getting except for the Washington football team but then they play the NFC uh, North AFC North excuse me so they not exactly have an easy schedule they start off with Washington then they go to Dallas then they go to Kansas City so the first three games are not exactly cakewalks no but you'll know right away (laughs) if they're a good team or not Um. then they go to Vegas which we know they're not going to be good. Then they go to Cleveland, then they go to Baltimore, then they go to New England. So I don't think this team is going to make the playoffs run. <laughs> no, I didn't say they were going to make the playoffs. I said they were going to be on the outside looking in. But I think they are a team that everyone's going to have to uh, reckon with. I do think they're going to win some of those games beginning of the season. I, I do agree it's a tough stretch at the beginning of the year. Um, they finish off a lot, e- you know, with a lot easier schedule. Um, you know... <laughs> They, they're going to, I think nine is was the right spot for Vegas to put it. A lot of people are high on uh, on, on the Chargers. Uh, you know, I'm one of them. I think they, they can, you know, looking at next year and the year after, they, they can, you know, be, be in contention in the AFC for a while. No, I don't, I think nine wins is too high. Maybe even, maybe they go to seven, maybe even six. I think the schedule is just too tough. Even if you think about the last six games of the season, if you take out Kansas City and Denver, it's pretty easy, but they're not. there's not nine victories there. They do play Cincinnati, and they do play Houston, which should be an automatic Ws, but then they do play Pittsburgh and Denver. So, yeah, I don't think they're going to win nine games. Uh... Denver Broncos, eight and a half. They won five last year. You went under. I say over because I really like them. 
how many games do you give them? I can see them winning eight games, seven games, uh, seven or eight. You know, I think Bridgewater is is definitely a step up from uh, what they had last year. Uh, he's going to give them a, a decent chance to win every single game they're going to be in it. You know, he's not going to turn the ball uh, over. You know, but I, I just don't think they're a good enough team um, to to be you know a nine or ten win team. I think they're a seven or eight win team. Just just looking at this roster. Yeah, I think that I went over to like nine victories because I think that they're going to be for the number two pole position behind Kansas City. Our last division in AFC East, Buffalo Bills, 10 and a half victories. They had 13 last year. You went over, I went over. So how many wins do you give them? I can see them winning 12 or 13. Again, I think they're going to be comfortably over 10 and a half. Uh, wins this year uh, yeah I went over they probably have 12 wins in them they're definitely winning the division um, and you have them in the Super Bowl right yep I do uh, so we'll get to that soon I don't have them playing the NFC championship game but they're definitely good for 12 I just I think that Josh uh, has to show me that he can win the big game before I put him in the Super Bowl. Uh, the Dolphins, nine wins. Uh, they won 10 last year. You got them under, I got them under. So how many wins do you predict? Yeah, I think this is a team that is taking a step back. Um, losing uh, Fitz, Fitzpatrick and going. I know they're all in with Tua and they, you know, they have a lot of depending on what you read, they have high expectations for him. They're either really high on him and they're looking forward to him playing or they're in the hunt for Deshaun Watson, um, which tells you, I think, a, a little bit of, of how confident they are. I, I don't, I, I see them taking a step back. I'm not, I've told you this before, I'm not a fan of uh, Tua. I just don't think uh, quarterbacks like him um, that... You know, they can win you games, obviously, because it's stuff they can do outside the pocket with their legs. But when it comes time to make some key throws, make key decisions, I think that's where he's going to struggle a little bit. So I have them going under. Uh, they're probably going to be uh, seven or eight wins. Yeah, I have them going under. I just don't feel that Tua has a frame. I don't feel like Tua can make the throws. Even though he has good weapons... He has good receivers, uh, and they have a really good defense, but I got them at seven wins. Okay, New England Patriots, nine and a half. They won seven last year. You got them over at 11. I got them under at eight. Uh, so they're going to come in second behind the Bills? Yeah, I think they should, and I think they should pretty easily do so as well based on their schedule, you know, unless... Mac Jones completely implodes and he's not who we all thought he was or who he is. Um, they should, should be able to get to 11 wins. It should be the second best team in this in this division. I give him eight wins because this it's number one, he's a rookie quarterback, so he's going to make some mistakes. And 
there hasn't been a rookie quarterback that led, led the team into the playoffs in like nine years. Uh, Mac Jones can change that, but I don't think he will. So I give him eight wins. So I give him between them and the Dolphins duking it out for second place. New York Jets, six wins. They won, won two last year. You got them going under. I have them going under. So you don't think Zach can win two games? I don't think he can win six games. Um, that's the odds. I think he's going to win more than two. I do like their coach. I do like Zach Wilson. I think he's he'll be fine. I, I'll... I'll say this, I'll admit, you know, I probably don't enough know enough about him um, and what he did at BYU. I know that he did a lot of great things. I didn't see enough games to necessarily say he'll come in and, you know, take this team all of a sudden, you know, into contention or above, you know, 500. So this is a lousy team. They had number one, you know, did they have number one? They have number two pick, you know, for a reason. Um, they're not very good. So... They'll probably get to five or you know close to six wins. Um, I did have them under, so but I can see them winning six and pushing. Yeah, I, I got them going under. Um, I I love Tony Romo, but I'm not really going to agree with him about Zach Wilson until again he shows me that he can win in the NFL. So I got him maybe winning four games all of share all right so we're a little bit over the hour mark let's get to our predictions for the year so ron who are who is your pick for the nfc east are we talking about winning the entire thing yeah uh, winning the division all out it, it's gonna be uh, for the nfc east it's gonna be the cowboys okay i got washington NFC South, we both agree that it's going to be Tampa Bay. The NFC North, we both agree that it's going to be Green Bay. The NFC West, Ron, who was your pick? This one was a tough one for me. I did go with Seattle, but I think this these teams are a lot closer um, to even um, than, than most people think. I went with the LA Rams because I like their defense and I think Matthew Stafford is going to do really well. Uh, AFC East, we both picked Buffalo. AFC South, we both picked Tennessee. AFC North, Ron, you picked the Steelers. I I picked Cleveland. NFC West, we both picked Kansas City. All right, so who, Ron, is going to be on the AFC championship game? So it's, for me, I have Buffalo and uh, the Titans. And who's going to be the winner? Buffalo. Buffalo. Mm -hmm. So you have Buffalo. I have Kansas City and Cleveland in the AFC championship game with Kansas City winning that game. So... You have Buffalo going to the Super Bowl. I have KC going to the Super Bowl. In the NFC Championship game, who do you have, Ron? I have basically a rematch of last year. I have Tampa and Green Bay. 
I don't have a rematch. I have the Rams, the LA Rams against the Washington football team. So I, I'm pretty high on the Washington team. Let me just explain that. I like Fitzpatrick if he's he's like a poor man's a poor man's Brett Favre. If you can tolerate all his mistakes, I think you'll go far. Uh, so in the Super Bowl, you have Buffalo against Tampa Bay. Who is your Super Bowl winner? Tampa. I think they repeat. You think Tampa Bay repeats? I have uh, KC versus Washington football team. So I have the Kansas City uh, winning the Super Bowl. So basically, you have a re- we have a rematch. Well, is it is it a rematch? Yeah. So you have Tampa Bay facing KC. And KC this time beating. So basically, we are we basically have the same teams that from last year facing each other. So yeah, but that, I have Tampa Tampa winning against Buffalo. You have Kansas City pulling it off against Washington. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So yeah. So that's where we defer it. Yeah. So you have Buffalo against Tampa. I have KC against Washington. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see. I guess that's our predictions for the upcoming year. Uh, really quickly, Ron. Uh, let's talk about our teams coming up. So we have the Bucks against. Dallas, you think that's gonna be a close game, but the Bucks are gonna pull through. So what's what do you think the final score is gonna be? Just guesstimate here. Wow. I'm gonna go thirty-one to twenty-eight. So you think that the Cowboys are gonna score twenty-eight points on Tampa Bay? Yeah, and you know, again it's it is the first game of the season. Um, we'll see how let's what Bucks defense shows up if if it's the same exact defense from last year and they c- come out hungry or if it's some of what we we've seen in the preseason where they've got gashed you know here and there um, we'll 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 see how it, you know I think teams generally take four or five games to get rolling so uh, that's why I think this game is gonna be a lot closer than than people think. Yeah, I think uh, it's not gonna be a close game. I think Tampa wins. Well, the spread right now is eight points. Uh, they're giving the Cowboys uh, eight points. So the, they're not favored. Um, and they're, the over-under is 51 points. So your 28 to 31 would put them at, what, like 56? So you would go over? 59. 59? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think it's going to be that... Um, close. I think it's gonna be maybe 31-14. Uh, I don't think that the Cowboys scored that many points, and if they do, it's gonna be garbage points. The next game is gonna be the Steelers against Buffalo. Uh, what do you think the final score in that game? So I initially, I still do have, unfortunately, Buffalo pulling this game out. Uh, I. I it would not shock me, though, 
if the Steelers figure out a way to win this game. I, I can see these teams scoring in the 20s. Uh, to me, it's going to be around like 28 to you know 25 game, basically. 28-25 is your final score. With, I think with Buffalo, with Buffalo winning. Um, I think this might be a high-scoring game if you look at it that way. And it's a Sunday, Sunday 1 o'clock game. At Buffalo, so they oh, so they actually playing at home for this game. Uh, and as of today, the over under is 48 points. Uh, with Buffalo, uh, six and a half point spread. Uh, so I, I, I think it's, it is gonna be high scoring, I think that it's gonna go over 48 points. And I do see the Bills playing out like a 30 to 21 or 31 to 21 game. Um, uh, the last game is going to be New England against Miami. Uh, and they have them at two and a half uh, Miami underdogs. What do you think the final score is going to be? I, I want to say 27-17. So you think that the New England can score 27 points? Yep. Wow. Wow, you're definitely more uh, optimistic than I am because I don't think they can score 27. I think it'll be 21-10 around there. I don't, again, I don't trust Tua as much. What's the uh, over-under for this game? Over-under. You said the spread was what, two? Two and a half. Two and a half. Yeah, the over-under is 43.5. Yeah, so I had him at 44, basically. Yeah, I don't think they score that many points unless something happens where they turn the ball over a lot. But the, both these teams are kind of like tight when it comes to turnovers. They don't like to turn over the ball over. So, and again, it goes up to Mac Jones what he's going to do on this game. And two against Bill Belichick on the road with a, you know, with players in the, or with uh, fans in the stand. With fans in the stand, yeah, because last year he didn't have any fans in the stand. And last year he didn't play well and he got benched a couple times, so we'll see. Uh, so that's going to be week one. We're very excited for this season. The fans are back. Uh, and all the all the everyone everyone else is, you know, still bracing the uh, the protocols that's going on, right? Mm-hmm. So it's still it's still a chance to be derailed by COVID. Unfortunately, yeah. Uh, you know, hopefully that doesn't happen. I'm real worried. I'm more worried, to be honest, with what happens in the stands versus what's going to happen. You know, with these teams. You know, I think the teams. Most most players are at this point have been vaccinated for the most part, but who knows what's going to happen with some of these uh, in some of these stadiums and how how much of a super spread it's going to be. Well, it's kind of strange because some stadiums you can't get in unless you show your vaccinated right. car, right? But other stadiums they like what vaccinated car? You can come in, maskless. We don't care about that stuff. That's BS. So 
yeah it's gonna be interesting uh do you see this whole season being played out with zero uh you know zero teams forfeiting any games wow believe it or not yes I think there's going to be some games where you're going to see like backup players playing, even backup quarterbacks playing, but they're not going to, I don't think any team is going to forfeit. They're going to find a way to put together and put a team out there. Yeah, I agree. I think there's too much money on the line. Mm-hmm. And if they played, played it last year when it was really bad, listen, they'll put in the concession stand player. They don't care. They just... Can you throw the ball? Yeah, yeah, okay, then you can play. They're not going to kill. As long as they got players. And uh, so today is Tuesday. Kickoff is in about 48 hours. Even less than that because I think kickoff is eight. So uh, we'll see what what transpires this weekend. You going to get a chance to watch these games this weekend? I know you got a busy schedule this weekend. I'm going to be out of town. Sunday night, I'm going to watch these games. It's going to be our repeat. <laughs> For everyone listening out there, whatever you do, do not um, plan weddings around the start of the NFL season. Please don't. Well, that's probably why they're so cheap in the fall. <laughs> they're like, you know what? Nobody's going to get married in the, in the fall. So might as well just plan it now. Or if they do, you know... Plan it on the springtime, you know? Flowers blooming. Yeah, have it in the summer. Have it in the summer. No one watches preseason. No, nobody watches preseason. Nobody watches baseball. So, yeah, watch it. But not in the fall. So, this is like an FYI. So, until next week, we're out of here. Peace. Thanks again for listening. Please send your questions and or suggestions to Shut Your Mouth Podcast. That's shutympodcast at gmail.com. You can always reach us via Twitter at Shut Your Mouth Podcast or DM us at the gram at Shut Your Mouth Podcast. Again, S H U T Y M Podcast. Until next time, see ya. Peace.